hello and welcome to Elder Update from Disciple Heritage Fellowship. I'm Doug Harvey and appreciate the opportunity to share with your elders meeting this month. Now, I want to remind you today that as the elders of your congregation, you have been given authority in God's church. Now, you may or may not have decision-making authority under your particular constitution, but simply because you are the elders of your church, you have a spiritual authority, the spiritual authority of those called by God to lead his church, to offer spiritual wisdom and guidance to the congregation. Now, sometimes we have a hard time knowing what to do with authority. We read Jesus' teachings about being servant leaders, and it somehow seems wrong to speak with authority in the life of a church. And a lot of times, spiritually deep people prefer to avoid situations that call for them to speak with authority because they're uncomfortable with it. But I want to remind you of something very important for elders to remember. Jesus, that same Jesus who taught us to be servant leaders, shocked his contemporaries by teaching with authority. Jesus, that same Jesus who taught us to be servant leaders, took authority over disease and demons. He took authority over his disciples, gave them assignments, told them how to live their lives for the kingdom of God. So authority itself isn't bad. The key is using our authority for the good of others and for the good of the kingdom, not for our own personal benefit or pleasure. Now, an important, leadership, an important principle of leadership is that leadership vacuums are always filled. If those who are given God's call to lead don't do so, others who are not called by God to lead will fill that void. You can trust that every time. I remember what happened when Moses was absent from his people for 40 days going up on Mount Sinai to receive the Ten Commandments. Now, in this case, Moses wasn't neglecting his leadership post, but he had left the people without a clear timeline of when he was coming back. And his absence caused a vacuum of leadership at a time when things were already pretty frightening for Israel. They were escaped slaves camped out in a brutal desert before a mountain covered with smoke and fire and the voice of God rumbling forth. And their leader, the one man who clearly was called of God to bring them out and to bring them to the promised land, was gone up in the smoke. Nobody knew if he was dead or alive, when he might come back, and if he might come back. And in their fear and insecurity, they came to Aaron and made him their leader. Now, sadly, Aaron was all too willing to take on the role, but unlike Moses, he didn't have the gifts or wisdom or the call to that level of leadership of the people of God, and he wound up leading the people of Israel into idolatry and sin. When those who are not called by God to lead assume leadership, even with good intentions, the results are always disastrous. I remember the story Paul tells in Galatians 2. Peter, the apostle, the head of the 12 apostles, came to visit the church at Antioch. And God, as God had called him, he freely associated with the, the Gentile believers. But when some Judaizing Christians from Jerusalem arrived, Peter abandoned his apostolic leadership role and pulled back from the Gentiles. And by his fears, 
Peter, the leader of the 12 apostles, left a leadership vacuum there in Galatians. And if Paul had not stepped up to the plate, the progress made by the early church in receiving the Gentiles into the kingdom might have been destroyed by allowing the Judaizers to take an illegitimate authority in the kingdom. See, when leaders, even the best of us, even Simon Peter himself, step away from their authority calling, someone else will step in with their own agenda and fill the vacuum. And the people who will lose will be God's people. Now, if you're uncomfortable exercising authority, that's a good thing. Few people are more dangerous than those who believe themselves to be worthy of kingdom authority. But if you're called by God to lead then you must live past that discomfort and lead out. Lead out for God, not for yourself. Lead out for the good of God's people, not for your personal wishes. But receive the elder authority that God has given you and lead his people with godly wisdom. You are the elders of your church. That means God has called you to a place of leadership and authority in this local body. Fill the call of leadership so that your congregation is led by those anointed and called by God. Do that for the sake of your people who will be led astray. If you who are called to lead, don't do so. Take that authority that God's given you as the elders of this church. Use it to bless the church, and don't let a leadership vacuum develop. Step up to the plate and be the God-ordained leaders that he's called you to be. I'm Doug Harvey, and this is DHF Elder Update.